Good morning, and welcome to Soapbox Breakfast, a podcast to get you ready for Real Salt Lake game day. In Soapbox Breakfast, we'll give you the news and views you need to prepare for the match. From injury news to the storylines we're watching, Soapbox Breakfast is a 10 to 20 minute update from multiple points of view. Last week, RSL and Nashville SC played to a 0-0 draw, with RSL, the home side in this one, failing to put a shot on target over the course of 90 minutes. This week, RSL makes their way to Dallas, where they'll face a team near the very bottom of the Western Conference standings. FC Dallas has earned just one point per match in 2021. In injury news, Everton Luiz is the only player listed as out in this week's injury report. Here's what we'll be watching as RSL plays FC Dallas in Texas today. Hey everyone, it's game day yet again, and it is Kyle here yet again. You can't escape me, unfortunately. I want to talk about something real quick, and it relates to what we can expect to see from Real Salt Lake here in the next few weeks, actually. I think I speak for a lot of people who felt a little bit frustrated by Real Salt Lake's attack against Nashville. We were unable to break down their defense, we didn't even register a shot on goal in front of our home crowd last Saturday, which kind of sucked. But the good news is that Real Salt Lake has some attacking reinforcements coming in very soon. We got a report from Elliot Fall, the general manager of Real Salt Lake, on ESPN 700 saying that Bobby Wood's wife actually had her baby already, and we should expect Bobby Wood in Salt Lake in, quote, the next couple of weeks. I think there's a lot to look forward to upon the arrival of Bobby Wood. Freddy Juarez said that he hasn't ruled out playing Rubio Rubin and Bobby Wood together up top, and we might see Rubio Rubin on the wing potentially. We aren't sure yet. But I think knowing that Bobby Wood should be here soon should bring a bit of comfort to people who felt a bit frustrated after last weekend's performance. I know it is for me. So I'm not really sure what to expect tonight against FC Dallas, but if things don't go super swimmingly, I'm not ready to burn the house down yet. I think we have a lot to look forward to here in the near future, and there's potential that Bobby Wood might even be ready to play for Real Salt Lake on June 18th versus Vancouver. That said, we do have a lot of attacking talent on the field right now, and FC Dallas is not a good team, so I would really expect and hope to see us perform better tonight than we did last Saturday. Good morning, everyone. Lucas Muller here. One thing I think is going to be interesting to watch during this game is the potential return of Aaron Herrera and Marcelo Silva to the starting 11. Both players were listed as questionable last week on the injury report, and uh, neither featured in the 18 for the game against Nashville. But head coach Freddie Juarez said that that was really more precautionary than them actually not being able to play. It's a long season. There's a lot of games, a lot of um, a lot of games very quickly this season, so. It's not unwise to be sure you're taking your time to return a player to prevent further injury, but I think it's pretty likely that they're in the starting 11. We have absolutely seen cases where a player comes off the injury report and doesn't play that next week, but they add a lot to the team. Um, I think there's a significant step down from Silva to Holt when, um, when Marcelo's out, so it will be important to see him back. Um, one fascinating piece to all of this is what happens to uh, the outside backs if Aaron Herrera is available. 
Andrew Brody has really impressed this season. He slotted in very quickly and unexpectedly and hasn't missed a beat. He's been a bright spot on the team this year so far. But on the other wing, you've got um, you've got Donnie Toya, who is a veteran, has a lot of trust from the coaching staff. So I'm going to be interested to see if Herrera starts in one uh, in one spot. Um, does does Toya start opposite him, or does Brody get the shot to start along Herrera? Because that feels to me like the best lineup we could have on the on the back line right now, and I would love to see that combination. Hey everybody, this is Ian Knight. And since I haven't heard what Kyle recorded yet, I can't really make fun of his intro, so I guess mine's not going to be very fun this week. This week's match, I will be watching the yellow cards. Currently, RSL has five yellow cards to every one yellow card of an opponent, which is not really a good number, especially with the lack of depth in certain positions, uh, being only four games into the season and coming up on a potential run-in with a yellow card accumulation suspension from the Disco is probably not a great look. It'll be important that when pressed in Dallas, which may happen, that players like Justin Glad and Pablo Ruiz do not get themselves into any trouble because we're pretty early in the season and it's not really a good look for them to have so many yellow cards already. Hey guys, Trevor here. I wanted to talk to you about what I'm looking at for this game against Dallas. Uh, In Dallas, uh, we do have to beat a dead horse just a little bit, and I know I keep saying that we're going to stop talking about this eventually, but got to mention Albert Rusnak. Um, In the last game against Nashville, he started in the center. Uh, About a week or two weeks ago, he had a press conference uh, where he was fielding questions about his preferred place on the field uh he made it pretty clear he prefers playing in the center he says that's his position he plays the best in um but he has been playing on the right hand side on the wing uh primarily uh over the last year or two for rsl um trying to be a team player that's where he says the team needs him and he says he's the best option for the team out there and that's the way the team wants to play happy for it um but like i said he has made it clear he prefers to play in the center. And I think we wanted to see him play in the center um, for a very long time. We got our chance against Nashville. Um, I was looking over the statistics for that match. Got to be honest, they're not great, but nobody was. Nobody was really fantastic in that match. It was a really boring match. Nashville has a really, uh, just a really crippling, um, boring way of playing the game. It kind of forces you to play boring. Uh, But if you compare Albert's, stats in that game compared to all the other games this season where he has been playing on the right they are better they're not wildly better he's not suddenly uh scoring goals left and right but they are better um the only stat really that went down that's important to mention is his uh past success rate that did go down a little bit but you expect that from the player that's trying to do things it's taking risks and and instead of being the person that's just kind of shuttling the ball left and right or from player to player being a possession player actually trying to create chances uh you're going to get a little bit more missed passes um interesting to see if he's going to line up in the center against dallas tonight i hope he does and i hope he does continue to succeed in that role we need albert to succeed if this team is going to succeed and it seems like again small sample size but it seems like that's where he's going to be the most successful for us continuing from last week we've got freddie juarez at a press conference again this is from a press conference on thursday and he's going to talk about fc dallas and kind of what he expects there and rsl's game plan 
every season soccer changes, every season roster change. So I think it's it's more the individual team. We we expect a very aggressive opponent in Dallas. Things haven't been going all the way in their favor, but still a very, very good team, well-coached team, a team that's been in the playoffs the last two years that, that we expect a, a team that needs a and wants a, re, a positive result out of this game. So that one thing for me is expect the team to come. Um, like I said before, Lucci, is, his teams have been, they play the same home or away, um, very proactive, very aggressive, very vertical, um, and I don't expect any different. And, and it's, I think, you know, there's, there's, some, there's some things that you got to talk about when you do go on the road uh, that's a little different than being at home. But we're not going to bunker up by blueprint, right? So we don't have a plan to go and bunker up. But there's, there's moments of the game, Tom, that the opponent's doing such a good job that they force you to get back uh, and vice versa, you towards the opponent. Today's match starts at 6 p.m. Mountain Daylight Time at Toyota Stadium in Frisco, Texas. On TV, you can watch it on KMYU, which is available with a digital antenna, with your local cable provider, or with YouTube TV. On the radio, you can listen on ESPN 700. You can also stream the match with the KSL TV app or at kslsports.com for free. Thanks for joining us for breakfast today. For more podcast content, subscribe to RSL Soapbox with your favorite podcast provider. We'll catch you up on Monday with Soapbox Stand-Up, and Off the Crossbar offers you midweek analysis and conversation. For Soapbox Breakfast, I'm Matt Montgomery.